0: what's up what's up what's up it's vegas aka mr 702 live from the building and we are about to go under the armor putting in the work in order to be the best at something you must put in the work yes I know this seems obvious. However, we live in a world that loves things to be easy and life to be comfortable. We no longer have to walk 12 miles up and down a hill to go to school. No longer have to write in hand our reports, we just type them. We no longer have to walk to the gas station to the corner store in order to use the payphone. We just pick up our cell phone and call. So, We live in a society that through our technological advances, life has become much more comfortable and much more easier. However, there is a saying that says it takes 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to become the master of something. 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. This means you're doing it on purpose with the intention to get better. And... If you were to be honest with yourself, you have to be willing to put in those 10,000 hours into a task or a skill. You have to have passion. There's no way you're going to put 10,000 hours into understanding technology if you don't have a passion for it, or there's going to be no way you're going to put 10,000 hours into Architect, if you don't have a passion for it, there's no way you're going to put 10,000 hours into understanding how to read and compose music if you don't have a passion for it. So, anything that you have a passion for, I believe you have to have a slight obsession. And when I think about somebody being obsessed and they being the best, just look at some of the greatest athletes we have Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. You know, these were people... There's a story about Kobe Bryant. He was um, getting ready for international play. And he woke the trainer up at 7 in the morning to get some work done. And it was about... 7 or 8 o'clock, the trainer went back to sleep because they had to come back at 11. The trainer comes back at 11 and asks Kobe Bryant how many, how much sleep did he get. Kobe Bryant said he never left the gym. He wanted to put up 800 shots, and he had just finished. You got to be obsessed after working out to put up 800 shots before you have your regular practice. That is somebody being obsessed And willing to put in the 10,000 hours in order to obtain greatness. Another, uh, Classification. We can look at our profession. We can look at it just musician. There are stories about Dr. Dre being in the studio for 72 hours nonstop. And he says, like, once he gets into a zone, he doesn't want to leave the studio until he's actually worked on every possible thing he could work on. So just imagine yourself just being in the studio with Dre. He starts to get into the flow. And instead of you going home after four or five hours, the next thing you know, you have spent over two days in the studio just working on music trying to perfect your craft if we were to think about most entrepreneurs they have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of hours trying to figure out how to make their product work how to make their product sell how to get their product to the masses um i think that It cannot be stressed enough that you have to be willing to put in countless amount of hours working on your craft, sharpening your skills, increasing your overall knowledge in order to really say that you are putting in the work. Without putting in the work, the world will not change we have to understand that while times may be different and things may be different, a lot of things under the sun is not going to change. So while we want to believe that we are living in a more technologically advanced society and that things are different, a lot of times they just go back to the ways of the world, which means those who put in the work, the most and those who are most obsessed with their craft are the people that make the largest impact upon the earth now what i one thing i will say is that if you are in love with something it will not feel like work we all know, we all know this to be true. Um I'm pretty sure that when Dr. Dre is in the studio, he's not like, man, how many more hours I got to be here? But we've all had a job where the the job was the second part. The first part was trying to figure out how to beat the clock. How could I make my break longer? How could I sit in the bathroom longer? Hey, that time is not up yet. Man, it's only been two hours and I feel like I've been here all day. There's no way if you hate bagging groceries and you work at Publix that you're going to spend 10,000 hours bagging groceries. It's just not something that you love and it's not something that you're passionate about. However, if you are passionate about international trading or Bitcoin or these all these other things, then you will willingly put in that work and willingly put in that effort and willingly put in that time in order to master that Type of skill or that skill set. The one thing I will say is that when you feel like what you're doing is your purpose, it be, really becomes a labor of love, something that you will easily put 60 plus hours into and will not even blink. I know that if you are in love with tech, there is no amount of tech that you're not going to be able to research, be able to figure out, and be able to master. However, there are some things to remain true in life. You can't be great at everything. You can't be great at anything, but you can be great at something. And the reason why I say that is because we have to understand that you cannot be great at everything because there's not enough time. Time is a limited resource. So what we choose to focus on is so very vital. While we would love to be able to master everything under the sun and be able to be great at everything that we do, the simple truth is it is not humanly possible for us to even accomplish that. Think about it like this. Shaq, one of the best greatest basketball players ever to play. He was a terrible rapper. And he was a terrible actor. And I don't know if he's a terrible policeman, but I would probably say um, his police skill compared to his basketball skill, he's probably a way better basketball player than he actually is as a policeman. However, as a commentator, he is pretty great. So when you look at Shaq, you would say he's probably great at basketball and great at being a TV personality, but he is not great at rapping and he's definitely not great at acting. So Even those that we consider great and to consider those as larger in life, they have certain skills in which they excel and then they have certain skills in which they struggle. Now, therefore, for you, we have to, and me and everybody in the world, we have to figure out what it is that we really are, number one, skilled at, and number two, have a passion about. If your passion is real estate. Then you need to put in ten thousand dollars for real estate. If your passion is children, then you need to figure out a way to put ten thousand dollars into giving back to children. If your passion is you know business, then you need to put ten thousand hours into your own business or a business that can help you put a mark on the world. Because in order to be great, you have to be willing to accept the pressure of greatness, but also like I said before, there has to be a slight obsession in that greatness. You know, success really, if you think about it, comes in three ways. You get extremely lucky. Think you win the lotto or somebody gives you w- with enough monetary resources and connections where you're able to overcome Lack of skill because you have funds and you have connections. Two, being born extraordinary. Think those that are naturally talented. A, LeBron James. A, Stevie Wonder. A, you know, Michael Jordan. Those people who were just born with gifts that no one have. And then three, which I think is the more relatable one and the more reasonable one for access, is just being able to work extremely, insanely, and obsessively hard. Think Jeff Bezos. Now, we all know that Amazon right now is the world leader of all things within the world. However, Amazon started in a basement in a garage. And it was his diligence and his willingness to work, his willingness to put in the 10,000 hours that allowed Amazon to continue to grow slowly but surely. And now he is one of the most influential, one of the most powerful, and one of the most wealthiest individuals in the world. However, if you were to be quite honest, he didn't have more talent than others they have things like ebay and there's all type of things that have started up during the same time as amazon however his willingness to work and his preparation and how he was ready to make a move really set him apart i end you with this whatever your goals are whatever your dreams are whatever you are striving for today you have to understand just because you want greatness just because you want to do great things all of that is for now unless you're willing to put in the work Accommodating negative thoughts. We wake up every morning and the news highlights nothing but negativity. The world is honestly going down faster and more volatile than ever. COVID, unemployment, mass shootings, police killings are just some of the topics that We see day in and day out, day in and day out. This can create worry, fear, and anxiety. Negative thoughts can impede us from experiencing life. Negative thoughts can truly drain us. Um, It can transform our energy and even distort the view of the world and of ourselves negative thoughts are the foundation for depression and if you combine negative thoughts with isolation there is a deep dark place that can become very difficult to come out from however when dealing with negative thoughts you have to be proactive and actually combat them Um, one of the things that i believe is key is that you recognize the distortion our minds are these non-stop forever working computers that if we allow them to do what they want to do, they will simply run wild. Um, Think of your mind as a child that has just ate sugar and will no longer sit down. And what will end up happening, especially when you touch on the subject of negative thoughts they can create inaccurate memories or inaccurate feelings one of the things that i always have to ask myself is is this a bad moment a bad hour or a bad day because we can often turn a bad moment into a bad week and a bad week into a bad month. And before you know it, guess what? You've had a bad year. So you always have to recognize when your negative thoughts are beginning to distort your actual reality. Does this person not love me or did I not communicate to that person? Therefore, they don't know what's wrong. Therefore, they don't have the ability to offer aid unto me. Another thing that you really, really have to identify is just that personalization. Um, It's very common for a person to assume that everything is going wrong because of them or to say that they are Blame for everything that's going wrong in their life. Assumption is such a dangerous thing because it is not fact based. And oftentimes it is what we are feeling in that moment in our head. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I believe taking ownership and being responsible for one's actions and the results of those actions is something that adults should do each and every day. But we cannot forget that good people can experience misfortunes, like bad stuff can happen to a good person. And that can be your fault because you made a bad decision or you didn't make a decision, or it could simply be the way that the situation turned out. And so just because something is bad happening, doesn't mean you're a bad person. And just because you're in a moment of turmoil or you're in a negative moment, doesn't mean that you have to stay there Another thing that I think that we have to do, especially now, is you have to remember to take a break from negative thoughts. Um, you can offset this by meditating, having fun or simply not thinking. Like I said before, our brains are like children with nothing but sugar in them. It's going to just keep on going and going and going and going and going. And oftentimes in our brains, we create these things called habit loops. So if you are just thinking negative, being negative, experiencing negativity over and over and over and over again, that that feeling of negativity, that realizing that things are negative or even making things worse can actually become a habit that you have um one of my biggest things that i'm always mindful for is not to turn a bad hour or a bad day into something bigger than what it was um Even when it's something that's small, like if you're missing something, just because you're missing something, you have the right to be upset. And you might be like, oh, my goodness, I wish I could find it. But don't allow just because you're missing one thing to be like, oh, now this whole entire week is going to go for nothing because I'm missing this one item. You always have to remember that you need to take breaks. And, And if playing video games, take breaks, going out for a walk. That's a break. Spending time with your family. That's a break. You have to do something to prevent your mind from just always being in that negative thought process and always being in that negative mode. Um, Another thing we have to do, and I think this is one of the parts that I personally have been really, really working on in my day to day walking in my day to day life is just experiencing and expression feelings of gratefulness. I think that when you are grateful, it can very much increase your level of positivity and your overall happiness. Like, I don't know. I, I, I can only speak for myself. And I know that there are times when I catch myself, especially like if I'm doing something negative, um, I would be like, well, I'm thankful that I'm even able to do this. But I want to do more. Um there's always something to be grateful for. If you're breathing, that's something to be grateful for. If both of your eyes work, that's something to be grateful for. If you are working, that's something to be grateful for. So um, I'm always just trying to take, you know, three to five minutes out of my day and just really, really um, confess and really, really vocalize the things that I'm grateful for. And I feel like sometimes when I do it, it actually helps me to not be so negative. Um, Because this world is very negative and we are experiencing a time in our life where we're just getting bombarded by a lot of negative imagery, a lot of things that are toxic, a lot of things that can alter how you feel, not only about yourself, but how you feel about the world in general. So do not allow your negative thoughts to occupy time in your head. Be on the battlefield prepared and ready to combat them because we all know that Depression is real and that's something that we're beginning to see more and more now. And my final thought about it is if you are depressed, if you are feeling increasingly negative day in and day out, what I just encourage you to do is seek professional help. Nobody is ever too big for help. And even myself, I seek counseling and the, the power of counseling, it allows a professional, somebody that has the experience and the knowledge to be able to guide you and help you to help yourself, to get yourself into a better place. Remember, just because you've experienced negativity or just because something negative has happened doesn't mean you have to stay there, and that means it doesn't have to continue to be that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out my podcast, Vegas Mr. 702. If you want to hit me up on social media, Facebook, Joshua Broomfield, Instagram, Vegas Mr. 702. Or you can go directly to the website, VegasMr702.com, where you can see a list of services I provide, such as personal training, business consultation, fitness modeling, and life coaching. Check me out. React versus... Respond There's a saying that goes A man who is not In control of his emotions Is nothing more Than a wild animal Now This topic hits home Because it was One of The Things that I had to Learn and it was A test that I have Failed often now reaction response oftentimes they are used as synonyms however they are completely different reaction this is something that is driven by your unconscious think your primal instincts think what you would do with even out thinking When you are just reacting, that is your body just doing automatic movements. It does not take into consideration the long-term effect of what you will do or say, nor does it actually care. If we were to be quite transparent, your reaction is always going to be selfish because it is driven By your survival instinct and your survival instinct is always going to make sure that the most important person in your survival instinct is yourself, making sure you survive. Conversely, when you respond, it's really based upon your conscious mind and it takes into consideration not only the well-being of you, but also the well-being of others involved in the situation. Response takes a thought process of the long-term effects of such actions. Personally speaking, this was something I really, really struggled with growing up. When I was a young kid, when I was a teenager, I was full of passion and full of reaction. So if I felt wrong, it wasn't me waiting or me even communicating that I felt wrong. A lot of times I would just burst out into rage and just say what I want or say what I felt or say what was on my heart. And while there are times when you need to react like If you're in a war zone situation and, and people are firing at you, yes, you don't need to think about the long-termness of it. You need to react. You need to make sure that you are using your survival instincts in order to stay alive. However, when you are in a relationship and you are dealing with your significant other, other, instead of reacting, I think that you have to respond, especially in a situation where y'all both may be upset or y'all both may be in a heated up moment because reacting will not help the relationship. All it's going to do is create more problems and you're probably most likely going to have to go back and apologize for that raw primal instinct. One of the things that also just really, really, have to realize is that reacting with passion that's like a bomb I know personally because I am a very passionate person and I know that when you are passionate about something or you care about something and you react in your primal nature that's like boom boom and a lot of times that situation is ultimately made worse because you have a reaction which is Not thoughtful. And then you're combining it with an extreme feeling, which is passion, because as much as passion can become love, it also can become rage, anger and hate. And so it's a very, very volatile mix that I used to be trying to figure out how to navigate. Now, the one thing I will say is that as I've grown older and grown more mature, I'm still passionate and I still want to react. But now my thought process is how should I respond? So there's often times when certain situations come about and my knee jerk reaction is to be like, however, in my head, I'm like, if you're going to scream, scream in your head and then deal with the situation based upon knowledge and based upon principle. Um, It's so funny that. People have complimented me and told me how much mature I am as a person. But to be honest with you, I feel like I'm still a work in progress because some, there's times where I have to tell myself, don't react. You must respond. Um, I think one of them, and like I said before, your relationship with your significant other, you can't just react. You can't tell your significant other how it is. You can't not. Be thinking about how this is going to affect your significant other, because even if you are in the right, if you conduct yourself in a way that is harmful, in a way that degrades, in a way that degrades and belittles your partner, even though you were reacting and even though you were reacting in your truth, your actions just amplified and made the situation worse. That's where the wisdom comes in in order to respond. Your actions are your own. So you have to be accountable. So even if somebody does something to earn that type of reaction, it is more wiser for you to respond in all things you have to be in control of. So even when you want to give somebody that raw primal response to what they just did, you have to become wise and understand that a more thought out response oftentimes helps the situation. For you in the long run. So, during this week, if something is to happen to you, let's try to focus on not reacting, but taking a moment, thinking, making sure that we are of a clear, sound mind, and then responding. Remember to be more real. Be more human, be more honest. Catch me next time as we continue to go under the armor.